All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions. Welcome everyone to All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions, the podcast you didn't know you needed about Gen Con, Origins Game Fair, PAX Unplugged, and beyond. I'm your host, Quarex. And I'm your other host, Ben. Hello, dreamers! Have you missed us? It's been a little while since we've been back. We're going to give you an update as to where we are. And in this episode, we're going to talk about some conventions that we've been able to attend since our last episode, as well as some conventions that are coming up that should be in your dreams, as they are with ours, whether they're big Mm -hmm. and nationwide or small and local. Or I guess somewhere in between. Quarex, what have you been up to? Well, I've been working on my snappy patter. You ready? Here we go. Hey, I've I've attended some some conventions. As we were talking about beforehand, real life has intervened, and I have been relegated to the realm of dreamers and merely just dreaming about attending conventions instead of actually getting to attend them. I understand that you've had a chance to attend, so why don't you tell us about some of those? I have, and you know, it's funny because I feel like a slacker. Our secret shared spreadsheet lists like eight conventions that I thought I was going to get a chance to attend since Gen Con, and I've, I've gone to three of them, and that feels terrible, but of course, you know, the ones that were like eight hours away. You know that Lionel Richie song, three out of eight ain't bad. <laughs> That's a, I thought that was a meatloaf song. You know what? Same guy, functionally. Well, first of all, I went to another QuadCon. And here's the thing. You may recall I talked about QuadCon before. It was in a mall. But other than the fact that it was in a mall, it felt a lot like just any other kind of gaming convention in that there was gaming. There was some retro gaming. Then there were a whole bunch of nerdy booths, people cosplaying. It was really a good time. They're growing. If you're in the South, they are becoming the kudzu of gaming conventions because I just checked the webpage. They're expanding beyond, like, the five Midwest states they were in before. What are those states? I mean, our dreamers, we're not giving our dreamers a homework assignment to go listen to an old episode. That's a fair point. I think they're in Iowa, in Illinois, in Missouri. Yep. And Minnesota. Yeah, and Wisconsin. So that's where they were. And they are moving into Indiana and South Dakota in the next nine months. And I'm sure they're just slowly spreading out as they get more interest and people realize, hey, yeah, turn the mall into like a nerdy flea market for a weekend. Seems like win-win. And some of them are even at conference centers. Like, it's not all malls either. These people, it's like sliding under the radar to, these have to be one of the most prolific convention companies out there and i didn't know about them till i attended one because it was nearby all right where else have you been this is another borderline case but i totally think it counts i went to vintage computer festival midwest in, in like one of those chicago suburbs very near and dear to my heart as a super old school computer game nerd it's an amazing scene and of course there's gaming at this convention what kind of gaming did you do it may have been on computers, but there were role-playing games. I may have also played uh, Fix-It Felix on, like, a, an Amstrad. It's a very similar crowd to the people you run into at gaming conventions, and there is a lot of gaming there. There are games for sale there, so I totally think that counts, even though Lazy Game Reviews and The 8-Bit Guy aren't exactly tabletop gaming uh, YouTubers, but they were both there. More conventionally, though. Uh, 
So, Quarks. Hi. I heard that you were in Madison, Wisconsin recently. That's true. And you were doing some gaming. I did get to go to Gamehole Con for as long as it lasts. You know, the founder is always a little cryptic about whether he intends to run it indefinitely. It's great. It's super RPG focused, but so am I. So that's totally fair. I think the highlight for me personally was when I casually walked by a room where Luke Gygax was running a game on my way to meet with the, the people going to an Ed Greenwood world-building seminar. I gotta say, considering Ed Greenwood is having, like, his J.R.R. Tolkien moment with the Forgotten Realms and Baldur's Gate 3 being, like, the hippest hot thing there is out there, surprisingly still a little space at his world-building seminar. Yeah, it's a great convention, and I have to suggest everyone go check it out. I looked into Kobold Press's new, like, D&D-ish game, and it's good, and I feel like the future is is bright. (laughs) Let me, let me tell you something about that. One of the things I was doing in our layoff was writing one of the adventures for the alpha releases. So if folks go check out Trouble at Mossbeard Mill, which I'm sure we'll figure out how to put into the show notes, uh, you can check out some of the work that I have done in the Tales of the Valiant game. I think they may have even been running that. If I had realized, I could have been playing something my co-host wrote, but I sadly did not sign up for the correct session. Alas. The food trucks are great. Really, that's why you go to a convention. It's Midwest food truck. I mean, I'm sure everything has, like, a side of cheese with it. Like, how can you go wrong with that? That is true. And for those that don't live in the Midwest, Mexican food, very good. Almost anywhere you go. Because there are a lot of Mexican people who have come and graced us with their amazing food. I can't suggest enough checking out what is functionally the Gary Khan autumn in terms of how it draws out lots of, uh, you know, niche celebrities in our gaming world and gives you lots of chances to buy cool stuff, play cool games, meet with cool people. Yeah, I love, I love it. It's good stuff. So we have a couple of big conventions coming up really on the horizon. So first of them, in my neck of the woods, PAX Unplugged. The folks who do Penny Arcade have PAX East, PAX West. Down in Philadelphia, December 1 through 3, PAX Unplugged. Focus on board gaming. RPGs, less a focus on those those point-and-click claims that you have. Certainly an event that worth checking out. You're going to see a lot of vendors there, a lot of new folks. You're not going to see a lot of new releases. My understanding is like most other PAX events, there's a lot of standing in line to wait to play games, which is a little annoying. You can't buy tickets, but at the same point, you're going to be able to uh, play games that you want to if you haven't realized that you needed to buy a badge at the time this drops, which is probably mid-November. MAGFest is something that has sort of developed a mystique, maybe just for me, but it seems like it's the coolest, like, omni-genre nerd convention that's going right now. What's MAGFest stand for? Music and Games Festival. And it's all all the cool nerd bands that you might have gotten into over the past several years. The odds are some of them are playing. So they got, you know, electronic games. They got tabletop. They got just, it's more of a party con than a lot of the other ones. And yeah, it just seems like a great time. And it's really sort of drawing me in. And I'm so upset I didn't get to go last year. But this year, who knows? We'll try. It is in my neck of the woods. It is one county over from where I live at as I continue to unintentionally dox myself. I should be able to go for a day or two and just figure out what's going on. 
Uh, looking for a little bit further out in the distance, there is Winter Fantasy in Fort Wayne in Indiana, February the 7th to the 11th. It's probably best described as a really big D&D convention. If you want to play D&D, it's a great convention to go to. If you're interested in other games, there's not a lot of it, which is fine. Gary Con, Lake, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, is going to be going on March 21st, 24th. A lot of old school gaming set up and run by the Gygax family. I'm not going to be in attendance, but I think you are. have already booked your everythings. I will talk a little bit about that later, but no, I do have my badge. I only got a silver badge, though, this year, so I don't get any of the cool swag. But for other reasons, that'll be okay. And again, we'll get to that in a little while. Lastly, just very often the distance around my birthday, Origins Game Fair, Columbus, Ohio, June 18 to 23rd. That's a uh, well-trodden gaming convention for for Quarex here. And my, I'm going to try to see if I can't con my wife in letting me to go. We dream about conventions both large and small and local. Quarex, tell me about some of the ones you're looking at. So there's something called PrezCon in Charlottesville, Virginia. So obviously I've decided you should go to this. Uh, the Winter Nationals, apparently it was modeled on the Avalon Hill conventions that used to run in the 90s. February conventions are not easy to find, so, you know, that's right there. Although, okay, admittedly, Iowa also has one called GameCon in February. It's been going for 30-odd years, and it's not too far from me, so I should probably check that out. And of course, again, so should all of you go to all of these conventions. And the thing I was going to talk about later, we are nearing the presumably one-shot Founders and Legends Convention, celebrating D&D's 50th anniversary in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, the Saturday to Monday before Gary Codcon. How many gaming conventions go to Monday? Not a lot. And this is going to be one of them. I don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, neither does anyone else, because it's never happened before. They only have like 400 badges available, and it's, mo- it's not sold out, I don't think, but it's got to be getting close. For me, there's the Philadelphia Area Gaming Expo, January 4th to the 6th, and where else? Philadelphia. Oh! One of our OG dreamers, Nesbitt, is helping to organize this. Shout out to Nesbitt. We're trying to get him on the show to talk about Gen Con and some of the academic work he's doing around it. I love that. Another thing, Gamers of Winter, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, I believe it's supposed to be January 12th to the 14th. It's it's a real small convention, but it's one of the local conventions that I cut my teeth going to. Like the, the guy who runs it, super cool, really nice. You get a, a decent smattering of games that people want to play if you're in pennsylvania check it out finally coming up in uh, march 9th the 10th there's game phase con in baltimore maryland uh, it's gonna be held at a brewery um, in the area it's uh, a little on the small side though truthfully i have the the, the organizer i think justin sirois justin if i pronounce your last name wrong is corex's fault Perfect. I've, I've seen the floor plan for it, and it's actually pretty sizable. It seems like there's going to be a decent-sized sort of dealer's room, as well as gaming room, cool. and, and bar nearby. And for the, the, the not-corexes of ourselves who enjoy a tasty brew in addition to uh, in addition to the games that we're playing, it, it seems pretty cool. I know. I was just going to say, I've seen some breweries that are bigger than the Horticultural Hall in Lake Geneva, so clearly they can be more impressive than Gen Con 1 was in terms of its space. 
Uh, so, Dreamers, that's it for our return episode back in the saddle again. We should be coming to you with a little bit more regular content uh, now that we've gotten through the fun fall season that we've both had to deal with. We'll talk more about our favorite convention, Gen Con. Reminders about some other conventions. We're going to talk about things related to Gen Con. We've got in the hopper an episode to talk about the Lorcana lawsuit, which I'm sure the legal nerds mm. of you are just dying to hear about. Um Smash that subscribe button, and uh, we look forward to us at least once every one to two weeks on Tuesday mornings. Special shout out to Gort, who is somebody who I who I have been friends with for a long time, has never had the slightest interest in gaming conventions, but upon hearing that I was doing a podcast, apparently binged every episode, and is going to Gen Con with his daughter next year. Heck yeah! So we're having a good effect on the world, and I love it. Greetings from the end of the episode, weary traveler. Perhaps you would like to examine my social media wares, all gathered at linktr.ee slash dreamaboutgamingconventions. We sell everything, from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube. Soon we may have whatever tip jar the kids are using these days. All music for this episode was composed by Quarex. Except for Adidas, courtesy freemidi.org. All editing for this episode was by Ben.